Okay, I have a confession to make. I am a total hag for following the trevise and sexual demolition derby of Britney Spears. Yeah, I, I really follow the gossip about her very closely. I examine every item, every picture. I, I, I'm one of these people who poured over the photographs of her naked vulva in the in the limo that pulled up in front of the nightclub. I mean, I, I've spent way too much time <laughs> reading about the illusion and the reality of Britney Spears. And, and one of the stranger parts of it is it is only her story that in, intrigues me. I would not recognize one of her songs if you played it for me. I wouldn't say, oh yeah, that's one of her hits. I, I don't have a clue what her hits are. I've never seen any of her movies and I certainly haven't seen any of her performances. It is simply her distress signal that uh, fascinates me so much. This is what got me going. Somebody told me that a child actress who had been a, a veteran of the Mickey Mouse Club raised in the bayous of Louisiana, that she had gone on to become a pop star and that one of the most famous porn directors in the business had directed her first music video. That's what got me going on Britney Spears. I was like, really? Who, who is she? What, what's going on? And sure enough, I found out that Greg Dark, who did uh, Let Me Tell You About White Chicks, who launched Tracy Lord's career in many respects. Oh, he's just done so much I, I can't even, you know, list for you. But let's just say he's one of the luminaries in the porn world. And he directed that music video of hers where she's in the Catholic schoolgirl uniform. I mean, that's so Greg Dark. <laughs> the one that Baby, is it Baby Hit Me One More Time? See, I can't quite get the song titles right. But whatever was the Catholic schoolgirl uniform, and this was at the same time that she was writing, you know, as told two stories with her mom about how important it was to be a virgin. And, and then you had this video, which was completely mocking virginity, mocking it. <laughs> and uh, that got me interested. I was like, well, you know, do her parents know who this guy is? I mean, like, how do they make these decisions? What is her level of consciousness? On one hand, when she opens her mouth, she does seem like not terribly educated about a lot of these issues. But people, you know, make, people make all kinds of phony pronouncements. What's what's really going on? Well, we see her grow up, you know, no longer virgin. Oh, she's a big partier. She's out drinking and popping pills and white powders flying everywhere. So, you know, we, we get this this news about her. She also appears in really bizarre outfits, you know, some of which people, you know, make them doubt that she's really prepared to be an A-list celebrity. And then after this crazy marriage of hers to this guy who was, you know, she married him while he was expecting a kid with somebody else he had another kid with. After that, the divorce, we find out she's tooling around town with, with Paris Hilton, not wearing any underwear. And when the, the doors to the limo open, she flashes everybody her commando cunt. I mean, that's what they were calling the style, completely waxed bare and sporting this very vulnerable cesarean scar. I wrote and talked a lot about that because I said, you know, this is so interesting because everyone's appalled uh, and feeling sorry for Brittany that she, you know, exposed herself to this ridicule. You know, she's been, you know, how can she do this? Her reputation, blah, blah, blah. 
if she had been a different kind of person, it would have been seen as a rebel act, as performance art, as like radical feminism in your face. And then there's plenty of people who have like said, cunt power now, you know, but because Brittany doesn't use that rhetoric or even seem aware of it, <laughs> it didn't feel like a big, you know, dyke pussy moment. I wanted it to be. I mean, it would have been great for her if it, if it had been, but instead it seemed like I'm drunk and I don't know what's going on and I'm exhibitionism is the only way that I hope to find love. I mean, you know, that was how it was read by the, the very distracted and upset public. Well, the next thing that I caught my attention, although this didn't get nearly as much press, um, was some revelations, and this was in sort of the course of everybody bad-mouthing each other to prepare for the child custody fight, but uh, her ex-husband, his friends, and, and some hangers-on all reported that Brittany was gay, totally gay, 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 that she just couldn't get enough all-girl action in the bedroom and that she'd bring home these girls and suggest to Kevin that they have a three-way. And he was like, you know, at first I thought it would be fun, but then it was like snore. <laughs> it's so hard to read these articles. And she'd be like, okay, then, well, we'll see you later. She reportedly just had so many women lovers and could give a shit whether there was a guy in the room or not. That really caught my attention because so often these stories about gay celebrities, it's always within the context of the camera going off and or having someone of the opposite sex in the room with you. Uh, whereas these stories were all about Brittany could just barely be bothered to, you know, wave bye-bye to Kevin or any man that happened to be around. She wanted to be with her girls. This really got my attention, and, and I started exploring the, the Britney life history even more. I, I am so extreme. I even got the Mouseketeer documentary that shows her when she was really very young, cooking with her grandma, hanging out in her yard back in southern Louisiana. She was a total tomboy. You know how everyone's saying, well, why is she at the basketball games watching the Lakers now? Well, because she wanted to be a Laker. She's total hardcore jock, uh, basketball player, grandma's little favorite tomboy. As I watched the childhood clips and then saw, you know, the fashioning of her by her, her parents and her stage mother, I just started having memories of some of my old girlfriends and how that when they were butch and they worked in the sex trade, every time they would put on their sequins or their leotard or their G-string, and those high platform heels, it was always in drag. I mean, it was complete, it was like putting on the clown costume. And I, I, I began to get this little fluttering of like, Brittany, Brittany, are you butch Brittany deep down inside? <laughs> Finally, my hopeful little queer fantasy exploded with hot volcanic lava when Brittany shaved her head. I, I, I treasure my pictures of Britney's shaved head because it is so um, violently anti-girly, anti-feminine, um, such a fuck you to everybody. So, so punk, so uninterested in sexual attention from anyone. I just had to applaud even as I wondered if she might be having a nervous breakdown. The way the tabloids and the bulletin boards were discussing her, of course, was as like, she's mad. She's completely mad. We need the straitjacket now. But when I talked to um, 
some of my daughter's teenage friends, you know, what do you think of what Brittany's up to? I got some surprising reactions. The ones I talked to, again, this is just random sample of some high school students. Uh, they said she's cool for the first time ever. This is like the first cool thing she's ever done. And, the you know, she's got credibility for the first time. I was like, wow, that's amazing. I don't think Brittany's felt credible since her grandma was alive and she was shooting hoops. I mean, honestly, it's a serious case of child abuse. But it, it made me want to do a little bit of, you know, conversation with other women I know who've shaved their heads. I had an ex who's shaved her head on several occasions, and she's she's been alive for a long time, so she gave me a decade-by-decade decade description of what happens when a woman shaves her head. She said the first time she did it, she was in San Francisco in the late 60s, shaved all her hair off, and people on the street treated her with a great deal of uh, of kindness and concern because they all thought that she'd had cancer or terrible operation. And so there was like all this sympathy as if she had just recently been released from the hospital. Jump forward 10 years, shaves her hair off. Again, it's the 70s. Walks out, same street, you know, same kind of people walking by and they're like, fucking dyke, fucking dyke. All you need is a good fuck. <laughs> Total hostility. She's perceived as a lesbian separatist. All right. Next time, 80s. This was when I got to know her. She has now shaved her head again. <laughs> she is prepared for hostility. She doesn't care. She walks down one of the most fashionable districts in San Francisco, and this very chic woman in silks, probably visiting from Marin, rushes up to her and says, where did you get your hair done? It is gorgeous. Okay? Same haircut, you know, separated over 30 years, three different reactions. And now when somebody shaves their head, everyone's going to say, you look like Britney Spears. <laughs> Some of you may remember one of my favorite guests on our show is Ducky Doolittle, who's a sex educator, writer, burlesque clown, artist extraordinaire in New York. And I wrote to Ducky when all this Britney shaving shit was going down. I said, Ducky, you've shaved your head before. Why did you do it at the time? And how do you see it now? And she wrote back so compassionately. I mean, if Brittany, if you're listening, Ducky is your friend. <laughs> Ducky said, I shaved my head for so long that when I finally started to grow my hair, I felt like an undercover female. But I've always walked a gender line, happily female, tough tomboy, natural feminist. But I was struck by how people treated me when I looked more femme. I look back and know that I shaved my head after I became homeless. Having a shaved head was an excellent bit of armor for me. People left me alone and thought twice about catcalling or fucking with me. Very interesting point, especially when it comes to Ms. Spears. Since then, Ducky says, I've read how people traditionally and instinctually connect long, healthy hair with fertility and sex appeal. I've also noticed a lot of pregnant women cut their hair just a social observation. And then I said to her, well, what do you think? Is Brittany uh, FDM, Brittany Butch, Brittany Looney Tune child star fucked into the ground? You know, what, what's your take? And she said, I think she is just a young woman. 
I am so happy that no one photographed my every move when I was young. The bad hair, poor fashion choices, poor choices in friends, horrible jobs. I felt like I was completely lost in life until I hit about 25. To be honest, I don't think a human is an adult until they reach 25. So in my eyes, all the meanness we see directed towards any young celebrity comes from a bunch of glasshouse-living rock throwers. They just have the benefit of not having their deeds photographed and spread across the AP wire. Who knows what Brittany will grow up to be? Hopefully, she will continue to follow her whims and make healthy choices for herself and her kids. As for her shaved pussy, I wasn't terribly shocked. I was actually sort of elated to see her C-section scar in one photo. Again, it was a grounding moment to me. Here's a real woman and a mom. I felt that way, too. It was like one of the few things that made me realize, my God, she's an adult. She's been through something only grown women go through. But Ducky says, I thought it was kind of cool. But then again, I think pussies are cool. And I know lots of women who have scars and they are nothing to be ashamed of. Well, that's what has gotten uh, Brittany a lot of attention in a way has been her lack of, well, she sometimes they release an apology, but she doesn't seem very apologetic. <laughs> When she does things like uh, shaving her head, that very much seems like a, you want me to apologize? You want me to apologize? Well, watch this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I sure don't want, her, you know, with all that talk about, oh, why can't she be the, the sweet little silly child that we once knew? I, I certainly am not looking forward to a return to that. I just hope, you know, I think she needs to take up what was it, Rosie O'Donnell offered to let Brittany come live with her? Is, is that what I heard? <laughs> I mean, say all you want about Rosie. It sounds like another, you know, another little mental health problems, but at least she is an out dyke who wouldn't think twice about someone shaving their hair. So maybe, maybe it would be a good match. Whatever it is, family is, uh, true family and true love is definitely on the table.